You are listening to Creating Phenomenal for Your Life, Episode 35, Living in Fifth Gear. This is Creating Phenomenal for Your Life. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a lover of learning, a life and weight loss coach, and a family medicine doctor. This podcast is about mindset. What contributes to a life that thrives versus one that is stuck? We'll talk about many things, some related to coaching, some related to health, and some related to your questions, thoughts, and prompts. The ultimate goal of this podcast is to celebrate where we're at and give form to where we're going in our perfectly imperfect journey to a phenomenal life. And give high fives along the way. Thanks for being here. Welcome back. You know the work is never done. Like managing our minds is kind of like farming. There's always something to do. It might be a little tidying or repairing a fence maybe in a non-growing season. But sometimes it's managing a fire that is out of control. And I'm no different. Recently my mind spun out of control. Like think the unexpected, uncontrolled fire. And everywhere I looked, I found more fuel to add to that fire which it didn't need, because the fire didn't need any help. It was hugely successful to both start and to keep going, as if the fire wasn't enough. Then here's what came next. I saw myself as the same person from two and a half years ago before starting this journey. It was like a flashback. And what followed? The judgment. I thought I was farther along. How did I let this happen? Why did I create the drama? It was amazing. This occurred on one of the best weekend days that I've had in 2019. The kind of day where you just go, this is amazing. Are you kidding me? And then more judgment about that. Head down in shame. Ugh. Does it happen to you? Well, if so, then know that you are not alone. Just as when I'm sick, I follow the same guidance I give my patients When I'm in a mind fire or a thought storm or I'm shaking that snow globe furiously, I follow the same guidance. Each podcast, it's intended to help you take a step back and see your life differently. See what options you have. See that the problem is never what we think it is. See that the the problem for me was not the mind fire. It was the fuel to create it and then what I was adding to it. The judgment, the shame, the disbelief, the lack of trust, the fear. So using the tools, that's what helps to get to the other side. The tools of compassion and grace, asking for help, stopping the judgment, like if nothing else, just stopping the judgment of it. And remembering that everything is figureoutable and forgivable no matter what it is. So we can stop judging what others are going to say, how they'll react, what they'll do, and all the other catastrophic thinking that comes on with these mind fires. Cleansing breath. Maybe even a laugh. Real life, boy, it's up and down, and it's probably an equal amount of both sides. And sometimes we even hit the peak, like that mind spinning around, that mind fire, and we hit the valley too. So again, if this happens for you, just know you're not alone. Moving on, we are in the midst of Portugal planning. Boy, it looks amazing and beautiful there, open and spacious. The challenge at this point is constraint on where to go and what to do and not being spread so thin trying to do everything. I like this challenge. 
All right, let's move on to today's topic, and that is living in fifth gear, which means experiencing life at our highest potential. About a year ago, I started working on this as a project or a course around this concept of combining a love of cars, that's where the fifth gear comes from, and a love of learning, especially about life, putting that into one. First, we're going to start with cars. I've been around and heard about cars my whole life, and I've really been fascinated by it. My family had a 1960 Chevrolet Nova, like the two-door sedan type, eight-cylinder, and it was a beauty. It was fast. It seemed really loud. What I appreciate about cars, how they look, the look itself kind of creates a personality for the car. And then what's in it? So the engine, what it's capable of, how fast or strong it is how it works, what makes it unique. The feel on the road, meaning the responsiveness when you turn, the vibrations of the road or the smoothness, how the vehicle accelerates and decelerates. Another area is the work to actually drive the vehicle. Does it drive itself? Or is it so easy to use that you have to do very little? Or is it like our four-cylinder manual truck when we first got married? It required a lot of work. And then there's all the extras of the vehicle. So like the heated and cooled seats, the information that maybe is displayed on the windshield, the rear backup camera, that has been amazing. The displays on the fuel efficiency, the panoramic roofs, all of these fun features that are on some vehicles. To understand the concept of fifth gear living, You only need a basic level of car knowledge. Like if you've ever driven a car, you have that knowledge. If you've ridden inside of a car, you probably have the knowledge. We're going to walk through it and you can see what you think. So for the car piece, what we're talking about is the transmission. That's the drive of a car. That's what takes the power that the engine generates and delivers it in a usable way to the wheels to get them to move. So think of it like a translator or an integrator. It translates the engine power into something that can physically move the wheels. So it delivers the right amount of power at the right time in a usable way for the car to move. And the transmission does this by using a series of gears. Most newer cars are automatic transmission. So that's the car does the work. You tell it if you want to park, go in reverse, Stay in neutral or drive. That's it. The car does all the work. So automatic transmission. But for the manual transmission, that's where the driver does the work. Two gears are the same. They're reverse, right? Go backwards. There's neutral. This is in between the gears. So either that you're moving from one gear to the next, you go through neutral, or you just put the car in neutral just as with an automatic transmission. And then the gears for forward motion, they're numbered. And they're numbered 1 through 4 or 1 through 5. I think many cars have 1 through 5, but if you don't, that's okay. 1 through 4 is good. You still with me? Simplifying it even farther, for a car to go forward, it's going to use a series of gears to deliver power to the wheels. Whether it's automatic or manual, it uses gears. The only difference in automatic, you don't have to know what's going on, the car does it. Manual? You've got to know what's going on, tell the car what to do and when to do it. So back to our forward gears, we're going to go over each one. And at the end, we're going to compare them to the gears of our life, 
or specifically to growing our life. Each gear, so again, numbered one through five or first through fifth, is designed to independently function within a narrow set of conditions. So think of it this way. Each gear has its own genius. That's where it operates the best. That's what it does. It doesn't do what the other gears do. So first never does what fifth gear does. Fourth never does what second gear does. They each have their own genius. And taking them one at a time, so first gear, that's our lowest gear. That's what takes us from a full stop to the beginning of motion. And it has to overcome a lot of inertia to deliver the power at a low speed to the wheels to get them started. So think of first gear as coffee to get you out of bed on a Monday morning. It has to overcome a lot of inertia. High power, but low speed. And first gear takes us from zero to maybe about 15 miles an hour. And then we move up to second gear. So we've overcome that initial inertia, we started moving, and now more of that power goes into speeding the car up. And that gets us to maybe around 30 miles an hour. From there, we shift up into third gear, and we're starting to get both movement and flow. And in this gear, we can get to maybe around 45 miles an hour. So this is a city driving gear. Finally, when we have exceeded the capabilities of third gear, we go up into fourth gear. And this gear is basically delivering all of the power from the engine to the wheels. So it's translating all the power that comes in and sending it out to the wheels in a way that they understand. This is a comfortable gear to drive in. We've got what we need. We're going where we want. There's lots of movement. There's lots of flow. We're going at least 45 miles an hour. And we can adjust our speed and stay in this gear, and we can be very responsive to the environment. From fourth gear, we can go up into fifth gear. Of course, that's if your vehicle has that. (laughs) So not every car does. It might be a bonus feature. Fifth gear is an overdrive gear. This gear amplifies the power from the engine. So get this. It takes all the power of the engine, and it makes it greater and it delivers even more power to the wheels. So it's efficient, it's smooth, it allows the car to work less and achieve a greater result. And this gear is about maximizing the experience of driving with peak performance. Did you hear that? Driving with peak performance. It's true genius. I mean, this is like the mastery gear. It's generating more than it's given. So here they are again. These are the gears of a transmission for forward motion. First gear, getting started, overcoming inertia, going slow. Second gear, got some movement, increasing the speed, generally about 15 up to 30 miles an hour. Third gear, there's more movement or flow, and it's city driving 30 to 45 miles an hour. Fourth gear is that direct drive, so all the power from the engine equals the power that's going out to the wheels, usually 45 miles an hour and above. And fifth gear is the mastery of the vehicle. That's the overdrive. More power to the wheels than what the engine is providing. That's peak performance, high efficiency. This is the you made it gear. Are you just loving cars now? Do you want to go for a drive? Do it. And drive a manual sports car so you really get the thrill of it. The thrill of feeling the vehicle, how it moves, how it responds, what it can do. It's an amazing sensory experience. (laughs) Back to our episode, because it's not 
only about cars. It's about the similarities or parallels with real life. And here's what I think the five forward gears translate to in our life when we're on a new endeavor, when we're seeking something new, when we're trying to learn and grow. First gear, that is fear. We have to overcome a lot of inertia to get started with anything, right? There's so much drag. There's internal like mind drag. There's external people want to keep us safe. Ugh. Safer to stop, stay as you are, stay in bed, whatever the case is. This is where the mind comes up with, what if nobody cares? What if they laugh at you? What if you fail? You're going to fail. You don't even need to start. It's not worth it. That's the language of the mind. It really grabs our attention. So the start of every forward motion takes us through fear. When we move through that, when we've gotten some motion, we get to second gear. That's doubt and uncertainty. These are the next two emotions to travel through. So we've gotten a little motion. We're using a lot of power. We're not seeing a huge amount of result, but we've gotten some and we at least went through fear so we can start to speed up. Doubt and uncertainty kind of sound like this. You don't really have to do this. It probably won't work. It really doesn't matter. You know, there's not enough money for everything. It's probably going to mean less time for your family. So the language not as strong. The language sounds more rational, kind of like somebody looking out for us. And here's what we do. We believe it and we slow down or we stay the same speed. We don't speed up. We kind of perseverate. Maybe we start to wash shoelaces. That was a term from my mother-in-law, washing shoelaces. So you're doing something, but not really anything to make a big difference and certainly not anything that's helping your cause. But when we keep going, when we push through, then we get to the third gear. This is flow. This is where the perception of our life and our progress, that's where it changes. We see it. We start to believe it. All the power, all the power that was wrapped up in, in dealing with fear and doubt and uncertainty, all that power is now freed up to us, freed up to use in any way we want. And we start to develop confidence too. This is where we start to generate new ideas because we're taking off the filter. We're taking off the lens of that fear, doubt, and uncertainty. And this is where we can speed up because we're going in one direction. We're focused. We're moving. We're using our power. So let's pause and summarize. First gear, fear. Heavy inertia, going slow. Second gear is doubt and uncertainty, making some progress, but lots of rest stops in our mind that are offered to us and they look so enticing. And when we keep going, we get to third gear and that's flow. As we move through third gear, then it's time for fourth gear and shifting up. And that's confidence and capability. It's what we all want. Like seriously, we all want to be in fourth gear because that's power and purposeful movement. That's speed that's directed towards where we want to go and knowing where we want to go. Not guessing, but knowing. And that is consistency. It's using all of our power. It doesn't have to be modulated. Using all of our power and directing it where we want to go. In fourth gear, we trust ourselves. We have overcome so much to get here. It wasn't by accident. We had to go through first gear. 
We had to go through second gear. We started to feel it and see it in third gear, and now we're building on it, and we're building that momentum, and we're going faster. And when we get to fifth gear, because it'll be time to shift up to fifth gear, remember that's our elusive overdrive gear. That is synchronicity and connection. That's where our mind is able to do so much more, to create so much more than what we put into it. And that's mastery. That's like the person who can open a refrigerator, see four ingredients, and create an award-winning meal. Mastery. So this gear is the highest use of our minds. It is maximized capability that's applied to our core values with the utmost integrity. Did you hear that? Maximized capability, core values, utmost integrity. That is connection all the way through. And it's connecting with others that magnifies their strengths and our strengths and makes the shared common good even greater. Fifth gear is where phenomenal lives. So it's looking at fear and walking through it. It's maybe pausing with doubt and uncertainty in what they offer us in those beautiful rest stops, but walking through that. It's flow where we first feel our energy that's directed towards our goal and our path, our journey. And then it's increasing confidence and more power that's directed in one way towards our goal. And then we can smoothly shift into fifth gear where it all comes together. The result of delayed pleasure. The pushing ourselves to believe when all we see is the darkness of night. The getting up, starting again, getting up, starting again, changing directions, adding more, more than we think we could, more than we think we are, and continuing to do it, and then seeing the results. And here's what fifth gear feels like. The sun perfectly warming your face, just at the right temperature without UV rays. (laughs) It's the bursting of love and wanting to share that with everyone who crosses your path, like not wanting to contain it. There's so much in there. It's the pat on your back from the universe. It's peace and stillness. And it's generating more and more. More to give, more to live, more to share, more to direct in your mastery. This is where your truest self is revealed. So no one can buy it for us. People try to sell it to us, but it's not for sale. No one can give it to us. It's only something we can do for ourselves. And here's what it takes. What it takes to get to fifth gear. A commitment every single day. And if you've got a mind fire going on or a thought storm, then more than once a day. It's granting grace to ourselves. It's keeping our eyes on believing what we cannot see. It's remembering using, harnessing the power within us in the direction we want to go. And it's an appreciation for each of the gears and what it teaches us. And it's knowing that different parts of our lives are in different gears all the time. Sometimes we're shifting up, sometimes we're shifting down. We don't have our full life in fifth gear and that's okay. We don't need it. When we're intentional though, we can be shifting up our lives. As one part of our lives goes up, It brings along the other parts of our life too, because that confidence spills over. The capability spills over. And sometimes we go back to neutral. Sometimes we may downshift. That's okay. 
That's where grace comes in. That's where commitment comes in. That's where perseverance lives so that we keep shifting up. Fifth gear is available to you. It's available to me too. Even with the mind fire that I described at the beginning of the podcast, it's still available to me. And it's a matter of using the tools, repeating, maybe redirecting, continuing to use the tools and believe before you can see. And then when you see it, keep building that momentum. And that, my friends, is the difference between a good life and a phenomenal one. And by the way, if you don't have a coach, why not? Like really, why not? This is the awesomeness of coaching. It's like somebody in the passenger seat as a guide when you're learning how to drive a manual transmission. And if you're a professional woman and you want to get more out of life, if you're on fire this February, then it's the time to get started. Let's have a conversation. Message me on Facebook, Dina George MD Coaching. So high five, all my best. I'll see you next time.